Hey, hello. Um, we are Toto and Ed. Um, we, uh, I'm from Indonesia and I'm from Holland. And we, we don't have children and we have been married for almost 11 years. Almost 11 years. Yeah. Hi, we're Yasmina and Lynn. <laughs> uh, we're from Rotterdam, uh, which is in the Netherlands, which is a semi-large city. Uh, we have two children. Um, we have uh, a daughter named Anna, she's almost three, and we have a son uh, named Otis, who is almost a half year. And we've been married for almost six years. And we know each other uh, for almost ten. Uh, so for me, Yasmina, um, uh, I'm Dutch, I was born here, uh, but my father is from Morocco. Um, and uh, my mom was also born in the Netherlands, but she also has German roots. And uh, for me, Lynn, I was also born here in the Netherlands, both my parents as well, uh, and uh, my grandmother is originally from Indonesia. Uh, so we're kind of a nice mixed rainbow family. And uh, to make it even more complete, uh, I identify as a lesbian uh, and I, I identify as bisexual. Thank you for inviting me to share my experience of mixed marriages. Uh, my name is Balwant and my husband's name is Anders. We were married for 20 very happy years. Anders was from Sweden and I'm from Singapore. My parents were originally from Punjab in India, but I was born and grew up in Singapore. We do not have any children, but we have one godchild who is a wonderful young woman now. Yeah, and so... Um... We've known each other for uh, 17 years, or no, uh, 18, 18, years. 18 years, and we found each other via a website. Yes, Long Young Club. Long Young Club, uh, what, uh, what kind of what website is that? And that was uh, in the beginning when there was like, you had IRC, you could chat on IRC and mm -hmm. you could like meet on Long Young Club. And that's that that's basically that's basically a website uh, especially for East meets West. Yeah, it's yeah. East meets West. So uh, for multicultural. Yes. Um, and our first date was at my place when I was still uh, studying. Yes, you were studying at ISS, and mm -hmm. I was. Uh, uh, we were chatting on the side, and mm -hmm. you just arrived. No, you were already here for a few months. Months. Yeah. And then we met somewhere on so 27th of November. Yeah. And yeah. So how we met, uh, we met through an online lesbian dating website. Um, back then we didn't really have Tinder and stuff like that. It was 2010. So it was through a really old school website. Uh, and I remember browsing through all the profiles and uh, all the women were kind of old. <laughs> Um, and the only one that really spoke to me was uh, was Lynn's profile. Um, and so I think I wrote you a message, right? Yes, that's true. You yes. wrote me a message. And uh, very soon we uh, we um, went to Facebook and we chatted for some yeah. time. And I think already a day after we met online, we had our first date. We yes. went to the cinemas and actually my whole family um, brought me to the cinemas while they were in a in a in a yeah which i didn't know so she didn't know and uh they were in a car far away but they uh, wanted to make sure i wasn't uh, uh meeting an old uh, weird guy uh, <laughs> so actually my whole family 
uh, saw Yasmina before they uh, before she even knew this uh, was happening, and it was a very nice yeah. first date. And, uh... <laughs> Anders and I met online in 1996. I then visited Stockholm shortly thereafter, turned up at Anders' home, and ended up bandaging his foot as he had broken his little toe in the excitement of meeting me that day. Uh, Anders booked a table for dinner uh, on a ship in Stockholm Harbour the next day. I turned up again and over dinner we knew we were going to get married. We got married five months later and lived very happily together until he very sadly died in 2015. Our biggest challenge? Actually not many because Actually, we have the same uh, basic goals and goals ideas. Goals and ideas, yeah. yeah. So we don't, we don't argue a lot. No, we, 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 we don't, both we don't like to have conflicts and we have the tendency to avoid them. But... That, that could yeah, be that our may, challenge. That could be <laughs> our biggest challenge. But actually, we always stay in a sort of a good like balance. Yeah. So what is something uh, we always argue or disagree on? Well, we don't really have something uh, big or structural. We are quite boring, I guess. Uh, so if we fight, uh, uh, I suppose it's uh, about task division in the household. <laughs> Voila, you have it there. Uh, and uh, But we do like to argue, but it's more like mm -hmm. having discussions uh, yeah. uh, about politics or uh, Which a we social really, issue. We really enjoy it. It's one thing we enjoy doing together, having discussions. Except that um, for other people, it's always really, I don't know, other, other people don't like it as much as we do. That's true. Sometimes people think we, we are in a fight, but we're actually just uh, uh, doing a heavy debate. Yeah. Uh, the, the real fights are very uh, boring, boring about uh, households and uh, who, uh, who forgot Laundry. to do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Our biggest challenge, I guess, uh, is to do with being direct with people who treat us very badly. I tend to be rather direct and do not tolerate any bullying or people treating others poorly or discriminating against anyone. Anders, on the other hand, would move away or avoid any confrontation, being very typically Swedish. Over the years, it was amazing to see him stand up to bullies and those who behaved badly, particularly towards me. I, it was very endearing. Whilst I remain rather direct, but I've also learned to forgive especially those who repent their actions. One great thing we have in common. Yeah, we both like to keep an organized house. So yeah. keep it clean, keep it organized. Tidy. Uh, yeah, we don't like uh, clutter. <clears throat> yes, exactly. Um, so what great thing do we have in common? I think it is that we're both uh, family-oriented people. And so when we met uh, really early on, we knew that we wanted uh, a family of our own. And so I think four years ago, mm -hmm. uh, we started looking into uh, all the different options that were available, uh, which were so, so many different options. Um, and we came to the conclusion that we wanted uh, a sperm donor uh, that was anonymous. Uh, so we went to... Uh, yeah, uh, fertilization clinic, mm -hmm. 
um, to find an anonymous sperm donor and have the treatments there. Um, uh, it took it took some time, but it w went quite quickly, I think. It was more um, uh, that we were on a waiting list and you, you had yeah. some psych and health checks you need to do. It mm -hmm. actually went very quickly. Yeah. And uh, uh, we both carried uh, uh, one of our children. Uh, yeah. So so Anna, the 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 eldest, um, uh, Lynn carried her, uh, and I carried uh, our youngest, uh, our son Otis. Yeah, and they both uh, have the same uh, donor. Yeah. And actually, in the Netherlands, uh, uh, anonymous donor doesn't exist. The, the children, they can um, uh, ask his uh, name and contacts when they're 16 years old, and we mm -hmm. have some information. Mm. Uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah. And this is also something uh, we 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 know will happen, and 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 we also will prepare uh, them for this. Yeah, so it's it's not a secret. Like um, if they want to, they can one day meet him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we we don't give him a, a place or position uh, as as he doesn't have a role in in our family, but no. uh, we do already read children books to to Anna about. Um, uh, uh, what what a sperm donor is and and uh, and about about different uh, kind of families yeah. and uh, and so on. Yeah. And uh, and luckily we both have uh, great uh, dads and uh, uncles. Uh, uh, so uh, um, there are lots of male and female <laughs> figures uh, in 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 their lives. Yeah. Yeah, we're very uh, lucky and privileged that we were born in the Netherlands, where acceptance of uh, LGBTI people uh, is quite high. Uh, we were also both born in families uh, where um, our uh, identity uh, hasn't been a real uh, issue. Uh, uh, I already knew that my family was okay with it as my uncle uh, uh, is, is uh, openly gay. And uh, uh, so the only thing for me was a bit of uh, self-stigma in my uh, teenage uh, years, but it uh, went uh, quickly away and actually it was so accepted that I forgot to, to come out to my grandmother and uh, um, I needed to call her quickly uh, when uh, well, uh, I, I shared the news with the world. And uh, when I actually met Yasmina, when we dated, uh, 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 you already came out to your mom long, long ago, but you, you came out to your uh, granny and to your dad. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, that that happened because because we were in a relationship. Um, that's how they found out. <clears throat> but um, yeah, with you it was never an issue because everyone already knew before you you dated me. So that was a a little bit different for my grandmother. Um, I I hinted to my grandmother a lot that I didn't know if I was ever gonna marry a man or a woman. Uh, but then she always made made fun of it or said, "Well, don't be silly." Or, yeah, and I never really made a statement about it. Uh, and to my dad, yeah, we never really have those conversations. I'm not super close with my father. Um, my parents are divorced, so I don't see him that that often. <clears throat> and um, so yeah, that was like a coming out moment when we started dating. And my dad. Um, my my Moroccan family, I don't see them as much. Uh, I haven't seen them in a long time. Um, and I'm not sure if they know that I'm 
being a woman. Um, I'm actually like 70% sure that they might know, but it's not something we really discuss or talk about. Um, so it's it's like, it's okay because I live in another country. Uh, we don't have that much contact. Um, so it's sort of, uh, yeah, tolerated, I think. Yeah, it's sort of don't ask, don't tell. And for your dad, it was the, 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 the uh, for him, it was really important that you uh, wouldn't inform them uh, as much. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, so I'm, not... I'm always there. So they yeah. know I'm, a, I'm, I'm someone significant in, in mm -hmm. your life, but they don't know exactly who I am. Uh, and that's okay. Uh, yeah. I think that's the, the way the cookie crumbles. Now, some of the great things we have in common are our love of good food, cooking together, good wine, and time with family and friends. And I miss all of those with him. Two tips for a mixed marriage to work. Yeah, well, the most important thing is trust and respect. Uh, respect for each other's differences and being able to give and take. Give and enough space for yeah, each other. Exactly. Give mm. enough space and sometimes just pay it forward, you know, like mm. uh, just show that you, uh, yeah, that you respect your partner. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's also very important is that uh, you should make rules that suit you as couple and um not not on, yeah not not based on uh what common or uh, what uh, uh socially uh, accept accepted but really uh, make rules for you for yourself that works as a couple um the top two tips we would give well for for me i would uh advise to stay true to yourself um because only if, if you know what you need, uh, then you can express that and then the other person um, can uh, can hear you. So if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? <laughs> um, and and uh, for me, uh, the tip I would give is uh, to really take time uh, to talk to each other. Uh, and then I mean like the ordinary stuff. Perhaps not uh, a deep conversation every day, but at least uh, once a week, and uh, uh, and sometimes also really to take a bit longer. And in this, uh, um, I think uh, we right now with two small children, we really need to plan for that. And um, uh, but we always do. And uh, sometimes we take uh, just the moments we have. Uh, in early in the morning or in the middle of the night when the baby has woken up and we can't sleep anymore but actually those times uh, give us yeah. rich conversations and tell tell the, tell each other that you love each other each day <laughs> do we do that do we do that okay and uh, <laughs> and an advice to all people in the world enough sleep also really helps <laughs> A couple of tips for mixed marriages. The first one is open yourself up to the joys of a new culture, a new language, new food, and new experiences. And just savor it all. It's an adventure that we have in this life. And how wonderful to experience somebody uh, who brings all of these new elements to our life. And the second tip I have is really laugh together. And language was a classic example. For example, one day when it had rained quite heavily uh, in Stockholm, 
I went out to our garden and I came back in and I told Anders, I said, oh, have you seen all the toadstools in our garden? He rushed out and he looked around, he turned, he came back in five minutes later and he said, I couldn't find any toad shit. <laughs> and that's when I had to explain to him that a toadstool is like a mushroom that grows in the garden. <laughs> We had a good laugh and we had a laugh about that and many other language differences over the years. So have lots of uh, fun and, and laugh together.